that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God. I'm going to let you go in and sit down because I'm going to kind of go through here. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him would I trust. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be doing a little teaching and preaching today. Amen. He that dwelleth in the place, in the secret place, shall place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. We'll talk about uh, that there is safety in Jesus. Safety is, means freedom from danger, freedom from hurt, injury, or loss. Amen. Amen. Freedom. Amen. I'm saying we don't have any of these things that happen to us, but God will bring you out and bring you through. Amen. Amen. He will not allow you to be consumed. There will be no weapon that's formed against you or me that will be able to prosper. Amen. 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 He that dwelleth in the secret place. A secret place is an unknown place. Everybody don't know where it is. Amen. Only you and God. Amen. Where's your secret place? Amen. Do you have a secret place? A secret place of communication with, with God on the regular? Where's your secret place? Are you hid in God? Are you abiding in him and his words abiding in you in that secret place? See, when you're in a secret place, that means you abide, you stay and dwell in that place in your soul. Not in a room, literal room, but in your soul. There's a place that you and God have that you don't let nothing get in that place or pull you out of that place. You stay in that place, in your soul. You have the other things in the natural to do, amen, but in your soul, amen, if anything was to blow you and pull you the wrong way, you got, you, amen, you got a defense up there. It's you and God. You're not going to let something pull you away from God. You're in that place. He that dwell. This is not for I dwell one minute and I'm out of the next minute. These speak for this This is for those that stay in that place. To dwell means to stay in that place. He that dwelleth in the secret place. And I say the secret place is an unknown place. Only God knows where that is in you. Amen. You have to stay there. Amen. Dwell in the secret place of the most high shall abide. In other words, if you dwell, if you stay in that secret place, you're gonna dwell there. Amen. You're gonna be able to uh, stay there. Amen. Abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. When you're in that secret place, you are covered under the wings of the Almighty at all times. Amen. Now, if you bounce in and out of it, you might be out from the wings one minute, uh, but you learn to stay and you have to learn. It's like walking in the spirit. A lot of people don't understand. You'd be surprised. People been saved a long time ago, years, many years. They don't know. They still know how to walk in the spirit. The Bible says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That means you being you walking to please God. Walking in the spirit is actually I'm walking to please God. I'm striving to please God. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes, but I don't make mistakes and say everybody makes mistakes. Use for excuse. I make mistakes. Mistakes, amen, is something that's not purposely done. It happens. Amen. And in other words, people they sing a song, we 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 all fall, we fall down, but we're getting up again or whatever. They use that as a amen people a crutch. I don't really care for that song because it's making people think that we all gonna gonna have to sin purposely. No, you do not. Amen. Amen. So, so the Lord causes us to stay, He teaches us. You have to learn to stay in a secret place. Amen. Amen. You have to learn. 
well, no matter what's around you, what's going on, you have to learn that that's off limits and that's off limits and this is the way I go. I can, I have friends, I can, but I'm in a secret place. I'm in that place. I'm going to stay there. I'm going to dwell there. I'm going to, because the presence of the Lord is in that secret place. If you bring stuff, it's not like God. You can't bring stuff, it's not like God in that secret place. Amen. Amen. So if you don't want to stay in that place, that means you're going to get pulled out of that place. Amen. He did dwell. Amen. Amen. In the secret place shall abide. God says you shall abide. If you dwell there, God said, I'm going to cause you to stay under my wings. There's be storms all your life, all different things. God know whatever you're going through, but you're still in that place. And he got you covered. I'm his, I'm his wings. Amen. Amen. And it says, of the shadow of the Almighty. That's why I said you got to watch what you say, who you say it to, amen, what kind of spirit you get into. Keep all of that because in that secret place, can't carry none of that mess. Amen. Amen. Say in a shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. A refuge is a place of shelter. When you're in that secret place, you're in a place of shelter and protection. Now, if you get out of that, you might not be under that protection. But you learn to stay there. You learn to walk in the spirit. That you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. When you walk in the fle- uh, spirit, you will not fulfill the appetites of the flesh. But when you walk in the fle- uh, flesh, you will fulfill the lust of the flesh. You got to see which one you're doing. Is it balance? Is it balance? Amen. The Bible said, present your body. As a living sacrifice. God knows it's going to be. Sacrifice is something that you. Amen. Don't want to do. But you do. It might not be convenient. It might not be like you want it. But I'm going to do it. It's like I got something. Somebody say would you do this. Say well I, you might think so. I really don't want to do it. But I'm going to do it. You're sacrificing your feelings. To what you want to do. To do what God wants you to do. Amen. That's what that is. So the Bible said, present. They say, when you first come to me, remember you got to. He said, I want you to present your bodies, because he wants to use your bodies as as an example to others. So you got to present yourself to become a sacrifice for the Lord, just like He died on the cross and was a sacrifice for us. He wants us to sacrifice our life. In other words, our spirit, our spiritual life, and walk and please Him. But others, he said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. God said, if you lift me up with your life and people are able to see Jesus beam out your life, you're lifting me up. And I'm going to draw other people because they're going to see the example through you. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it's, it's a lonely walk. I tell the Lord that sometimes I say, Lord, this is a lonely walk. Sometimes I say, Lord, like, but they say your friends are far and few. Sometimes you can count them on one hand. Your surroundings. But see, when you're doing that, that lets you know that you are getting somewhere in God. You ain't got all that baggage hanging on with you. When you got everybody and his mother and his father hanging up on you, you better check yourself. You might got too much baggage around you. Might be weighing you down. Pulling you down. Pulling you, slowing you up from getting where you need to get at in God. When you're going to do the will of God, you got to, amen, forsake. The Bible said forsake all and follow the Lord. Amen. And so somebody said, well, Lord, I want you to have a good time. Not like you think. Not like I think. God will bless you to have a good time, but he will put the right people there at the right time. He'll do the right things for you, and it won't be a curse. 
Because we hook up with everything else later on, it's a curse. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. It says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. A refuge again is a shelter place, a place from danger, shelter from danger. He is my refuge and my fortress. God is my fortress. The God of the Lord, God is my strong tower. A fortress. God is, a, you know, I don't care if a tornado come or whatever in the natural or whatever come in your life, honey. What do you think you hold on to? What do you think that got you through? You held on to God. He was your fortress. Some of us in situation now, we holding on to God. He's our fortress. He's our strong tower. He won't go down. You hold on to people, they'll go down. You say, I wish, I thought you was with me. I thought you was with me. I see you're not with me. But I see God is a strong tower. Every time I look at him, he's still there. I don't care if you don't cross every T. I don't care if you don't dot every I. I don't care if you don't do what you need to do. Or if you say, Lord, have mercy upon me and forgive me. You look where God is still there. He's a strong tower. Amen. He's a help. A present help in the time of trouble. Amen. It said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Why are you going to trust him? Because you found out that he's steady. And every time you turn to the left or to the right, you're going to still find him. And you look at people, if you look, if you look at, you got good friends, good associates, good men and women of God, when you look and you see them still steady. Amen. You know God is in them. Follow, amen, the God in them. Even when it comes to leaders and stuff, follow the God. If you're not for sure about people, follow the God in those people. You won't go wrong. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Amen, amen. Now, the day and the time we live near, everything is shaky. People are shaky and they're shady. And they're shaky, shaky, shaky and shady. Yes, they are. Yeah, people, you can't even trust the policemen, people in authority. You can't trust, amen, mayors, governors. You can't trust, amen, people, the clergy of the church. You can't trust nobody but the Lord. Follow them as they follow Christ. Don't be foolish following somebody that's not following Christ. Because you're going to go down. I'm going to go down. Somebody give God a praise. Well, I had somebody send me out a text this morning. was inviting me somewhere. I said, Lord, this leading got me. I ain't saying we're we'll going or not. This leading got me. You know, this leading got me. I, I want the Lord going before me. I won't go to mess. I won't go to mess. If God's leading me, amen, maybe it's a reason that he would lead me. I said, Lord, guide me. I don't want to sit there. I don't want to be in no mishap or be somewhere that I'm not, God's not ordering my steps to be. Because you get thrown off course like that. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. The Bible said, acknowledge me in all of your ways and I will direct your path. God didn't say you do it and then you, then you tell And then, In other words, you do it and do what you want to do and amen and, and, and think I'm going to set my proof up on it. You'll come up short. But he said, if I direct you, I will lead and guide you. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. It says, I say of the Lord, he is my refuge and fortress. My God in him will I trust. It says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the, or the traps of the fowler. And for the snare and the traps of the devil, God will deliver you. Don't you know the devil got traps for you and he got traps for me. If you're not praying like you need to pray, you'll walk into every trap. Oh, yes, you will. If you're not with a prayerful mind, you'll walk into every trap. And then you say the devil did it and you walked into it because you was not prayerful the way you need to be. You walked into that mishap. Now, God's merciful enough to help you get out of it, but you got to learn not to walk in it. Acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways. 
and he will direct your path. Amen. And it says, uh, Amen. He shall cover thee, in verse 4, cover thee with his feathers, under his wings shall thy trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. In other words, God, does, God is not a man that he should lie. God just don't tell lies. I'm just making it simple that we tell lies, but God don't tell lies. We don't tell things the way we see it. We exaggerate it. And we exaggerate something that's lying. Maybe you're not aware of, but that's really not a lie. You can get a habit of doing it and it be part of you. That's, a, that's, a, that's something need to be acknowledged. Like I don't tell things the way I see them. Or I make, I make them bigger than what they are. And you might say, somebody say, was it 10 people? You say, no, it was 20. That's something simple. You just lie. It's a spirit of lying. How many know God said his, his, uh, a liar would not tarry in his sight? God hates a liar. And it's a bad spirit to have. Lies. Can't tell the truth. Tell it like it is. I'm something I've asked lots of why people can't tell stuff like it is. If you don't tell it like it is, don't tell it at all. Amen. If you, I mean, you, unless there's a mental mishap or something wrong with you, you just can't tell it. You need some help there. Somebody give God a praise. God don't raise up lying folks. Amen. Holy Ghost is a, is, is a cleanser. And he's going to have you lying and the Holy Ghost will be in you too. Speak the truth. The Bible says every man speaks the truth in his heart. Amen. Amen. You get in the spirit of, lie, of telling things wrong, you're gonna get, it's going to become a habit forming with you. And you're going to find yourself, this, you're going to be in a, be in a mess. You're going to be in a say so many things you don't even remember what you said still. Because you got to tell one thing to cover up another thing. Tell it like it is. If the wall is black, it's black. Don't say it's mixed with blue if it wasn't. It's black. Simple as that. Keep it simple. Keep it real. Somebody give God a praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God can't use you when you don't, you're not honest and you, you don't walk in, 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 in sincerity like that. He can't, can't use you because you would cause other people to err. They're exaggerating stuff. Amen. I, the Bible says, let your yea be yea, your nay be nay. Because you tell somebody something wrong and make, and make a, cause a bigger mess or mess. Because you tell them the way you've seen it. Amen. Sometimes God will turn around and tell, have you look at something again. Because you might read something wrong, read it the wrong way, have you turn and look again. And, 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 and that's what we need to do. They say, I hear people say, look twice for, uh, look once for a car, look twice for a motorcycle. They say, well, you have to sometimes look twice for all of them. Because you look once, they ain't so see nothing. Then you look again, there is. Amen. Then you feel foolish for running your mouth, speaking stuff. I'm learning with the help of the Lord, even myself. So I'm be repeating things what you hear till you actually know their facts. Amen. And then use wisdom on what you say then. To make sure you don't you know you can uh, repeat something that you don't even know what you're talking about? You know, I, I, I got this thing that, I, uh, you know, people, when somebody says somebody died, I, I, I go confirm and make sure before I get my condolence. Because I feel very bad that, amen, that person is not dead. Because people say, have you, this person died, and you find out that, wait a minute, that's not so. That's embarrassing. Amen. Just keep your mouth closed. Amen. Don't say nothing at all. And, and even if you hear something, you got to understand what you're saying. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. There's <laughs> a little, little bit of example. Yesterday, I won't get too far away from the message, but 
I thought I was, when I kind of glanced at my window, I'm always looking out the window. I said, Lord, I guess I'm being nosy. I'm always looking out my front window. I go to the kitchen. I just look. I guess I'm just white. I mean, it's a habit. I just look out the window. And uh, across the street is a sister's house. Some of you know sister's house that stayed across the street. And uh, I know I've called been sitting there for a while. I didn't know if she was sick or what, but I found out she was out of town. But So I knew that she was out of town because I had talked to her the day before because I actually didn't hit her number. And I was looking out of my window last night before I go to bed, I kind of peeped out my window I'm going to give me some water. And in the, in the front room of their house, the light, usually it's dark over there. It seemed like a light was like there was a flickering light. So I'm like, Lord, surely the house, the house ain't on fire because it's like a, it's like the, it was a, like a, it looked like it could be a fire, a fire. I don't know what they were doing over there, but, and I thought to myself, well, this is out of town. One of her grandkids over there. I'm thinking like, Lord, I, I don't, I was thinking, do I need to call her back? And so I proceeded, like, well, I, I probably, I, I better maybe call. I'm thinking, like, I don't know how long they've been going on. I don't know. And as I was attempting to dial her number, I looked at, the Lord had me look again. And I seen her daughter's truck out there, and they all were standing on the porch. I said, thank you, Jesus. I look so stupid. Be so quick to go make moves. So-and-so said that, or didn't you be the fool? I said, I'm so glad I didn't call. I text her. I said, thank you, Jesus. And, you know, because I would just be to watch out for, you know, since I know she's out of town, I didn't know if something was blazing over there. Because it, it just looked like it. Everything looked like something. I don't mean it is. Amen. Amen. But God would grant us wisdom. Amen. So he shall cover thee with his, amen, with his feather. And under his wings shalt thou trust. Amen. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Amen. God is our protection. Is a shield. He's a cover. Shield is a covering. He covers us. He covers us. Amen. And if, if there's if there's any time that shield, we should be. Amen. Uh, we need a covering. We need the covering of the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. I said we need the covering of the Holy Ghost right now. We need Him to His guidance. Amen. Even with all the you know the the I, I don't tell somebody what to do or what not to do. Everybody make their own decision. Amen. Amen. To getting the vaccine. One minute they telling you this, and time you listen to all the stuff they go, you, know, um, you are like leave it all alone. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You just let the Lord lead you. Amen. I'm not forced. I know they're gonna put a pressure on people, a pressure and, and, and make everybody get one eventually. You know, but I'm just saying we need the Holy Ghost to lead and guide. And I believe in if you get the, uh, the, the the vaccine or whatever, I believe God, amen, he can keep you from any side effect or he can help you. Amen. And some people, you, know, you just got to have your trust in the Lord. You can't trust people and men and what they say. Amen. The Bible says, cursed be the man that lead it to the arm of flesh. Amen. It said we're talking about the safety in Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Lord will keep you safe. Amen. I was telling a sister the other day, I sit, I was at a store yesterday and I was in my truck and I had got in my car and I was um, bending down, just kind of going over some transaction that I had just made. And I was sitting in the parking lot and I just happened to look up and this car, this truck, black truck, it came so close to, it was like it was going to just run into me. And I was on the side that it was, that it just came that way. And if it did, it would have dented the truck already and no telling what condition it would have affected me. And so I, I 
thought, like, did I see that, that it happened so quickly? And it's like, it's like, like somebody swinging a park or something. They swung in and they almost hit me. And that's why I tell the saints, I said, I don't know about you, but I don't go out of my house without asking the Lord to watch over me. I don't care if I'm on my way out the door. I, I, even once I get in court, I say, Lord, I bind the spirit of accident, hurt, harm, and danger. Keep me from seeing and unseen danger. And I ask God to give me clarity of thought. Because see, sometimes it ain't other people. It could be you. Don't have a clear mind trying to get out there and drive. Amen. I ask the Lord for clarity of thought in mind. But after I look up, I, you know, that won't make you think you imagine. I said, no, I ain't imagining nothing. I looked, at, I looked up, and it was like, let's thank God. That's the prayer, so he keep you from the scene, what you see, and what you don't see, danger. Amen. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I just seen the end of it when she, so she pulled into the parking lot a little bit ahead of me, and by that time, it's just all registered to me, and I'm, you know, my flesh wanted like, is she crazy? You know, God is, let, you know, can't be for real. But it's like, don't on me, is they crazy? I said, I'm just going to sit here and watch whoever get out. I want to see who's driving that car. I, I, I really, and I said, and I was asking, I said, Lord, now put a watch before my mouth because I know. I'm, the, I don't want to get out. You know, you didn't let me, doesn't happen to me. I, I said, but I'm a little irritated about that. And I said, Lord, this put, don't let me, don't let me make a move because I know me. She got out of the car. This lady got out of the car. And she was looking straight at me, like, frown face and looking. I'm looking at her like, I'm the one need to be looking at you. What's wrong with you? Then this girl jumps out on the other side of the car with her granddaughter or somebody. It was either her daughter. She looked a little older. Could have been her daughter or granddaughter. And I just say, she sure is dizzy. I, 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 I did. I didn't tell them. But I, I said, she said, oh, oh you know, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I almost hit that car. And, and her mother or grandmother just took over and put her on the other side. And the devil said, yeah, they all dizzy. You need to just, I said, Lord, this don't let me say nothing. In just a little split second, you, this child, I don't know how much experience she had in driving and everything. She should not have been getting out the car talking about, oh, that's the last thing she should have been. She'd like, oh, I'm sorry. Somebody, the lady could say, I'm sorry, anything. They don't just sit there and let her. So she, the mother or grandmother got on the other side and drove. And, and, and she, straightened the, she straightened the car up. And I just kept talking to myself. I said, I don't want to look, Lord, this help me. Because I, you know, I don't want to look and get real vexed. Like they say, she's real dizzy. You know, being bad. Lord, forgive me. They're like, Let's get up, and they're gonna be laughing about something like that. Could have hit somebody. Been fatal. So I, when I, I'm learning. Resist the devil. <laughs> Resist acting like the devil, and he would flee. So I just kept doing what I do. When I got up, raised my head up, they were gone. As the Lord got them out of my sight and kept me and keep from saying something. But I'm just saying, God will keep you from the scene. That little. Incident right there. I had a good day. I went I was by myself. Most time I'm by myself a lot. I don't mind getting with the saints or somebody. Sometimes I don't. But if, like I said, if I if, if if nobody's available, honey, nothing stop me from going and, and and doing what I need to do. Amen. I can get up and go and do my shopping and take myself out to eat and do whatever I want to have a good time and come on back in the house. The devil just mad because Amen. I started my day off with prayer. We just go, 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 go. Don't you know you need a touch of the Holy Ghost sometime? Refresh you? Quit going through the routine. Go, I'm going, 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 going. Get before the presence of the Lord. The Lord will bless your whole day. 
And I'm saying now, let's say if I just rushed out the house and I'm all dream-minded and everything, and there's no telling. What could have happened? But the safety, you are safe in the arms of Jesus. It's a safety place. It's the best place that you ever can be. He has your best interest in heart. Don't be foolish and think people have your best interest in heart. They may mean to, they may try to, but honey, they can't be God. God is the one to have your best interest in heart. Amen. I say, I say he has your best interest in heart. Amen. Amen. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy his uh truth shall be thy shield. In other words, whatever God tell you, that's gonna be, amen, your protection. You're gonna believe, you already believe in what God say. Some some people might say, Well, my situation's not happening like the you know, like I like like I asked God, but it will happen. I said, but it will happen. Can somebody say amen? It might not be happening. If you keep looking at it talking about it's not happening, it may never happen for you, but changes does come. I love changes when God do them. I'm asking God for changes even in this ministry and everything. I'm asking God for a lot of changes. And I'm refreshing something away from the routine. Glory to God. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. The Bible speaks about bodily exercise, profit little. People make up all kind of things to do, trying to keep an interest. That only lasts so long that you got to make up some more stuff and, and try to keep interest. Oh, yeah. You keep making up stuff to keep interest, you won't get bored with that, too. If you let the Holy Ghost, amen, keep your interest, amen, he never runs out. Solomon whole shall you. Come on, give God a praise. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wind shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the, for the terror by night, nor the arrow that, about, that fly by day. You should not be afraid of the terror. Terror is an extreme frightening situation. Extreme frightening thing. Terror. Amen. God said you shall not be afraid of the terror. You know, when you're trying to please God, you're not going to be shaking and trembling unless you're doing wrong things yourself. If you're doing wrong, usually people that are scared of stuff, they, they do a lot of bad stuff. Because you tell, you tell your kids, what you so scared of? Because they done been, you found out they done did something bad. That's why they're shaking and nervous. That's how grown-ups too. They're scared of shaking and nervous because they done did something bad. When you know you ain't got nothing to hide, you ain't going to be shaking and trembling. Amen. You're going to be trusting God to bring you through something. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Thou should not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that fly by day, nor the pestilence that walking in darkness. Amen. God said, from, from if what you see that's walking in darkness can be harmful. What you don't see, God said, you have to be afraid of it. And they said, nor the destruction that waits at noonday. Amen. The pestilence. Amen. Pestilence is a amen. It's an epidemic disease. Amen. And that's what we're in the midst of right now. An epidemic. The disease. Honda God said he told us to use wisdom. You, you, if you put yourself in harm's way, you might, amen, get messed up. But it glory to God. If you're innocent and you don't have nothing to do with amen, amen, what come your way, God will deliver you. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. It says, Amen. Nor the pestilence that walking in darkness, nor the destruction that wait at noon. That God said, for the things that will come in the future or the things that's going on now, God said, you don't have to be afraid. Amen. 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 And it said, a thousand, y'all hear that? It said, a thousand shall fall at thy side. 
In other words, you're going to see a lot of people falling over dead. And we see it every day. We done seen it through this pandemic. A lot of deaths. A lot of things. And, you, and they're gonna keep, it's going to keep on happening. Because the Bible says it. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand. But God said it shall not come nigh thee. God has a secret place. You need to find out in your soul uh, where the secret place is is and where it, and, and if you in the secret place where the secret place is and if you in a secret place you hear what I'm saying I can't be in God has a secret place for you and you got to find out where that is where my secret place is is not where yours is you got to know that secret place that place where secret place is where me and God dwells and we talk and I commune with God I stay in touch with him all the time and you got to make sure you stay there in your soul. Yeah, you got to live down here on earth. You got to do other things down here. But you still stay in that secret place with God in your soul. Because when you need him, amen, he's already there. You reside there. You live there. He lives in your soul and you live with him. Amen. Y'all live in, he's in you and you in him. It said, only with the eyes, with thy eyes, shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. God said, and only with your eyes you're going to receive, you're going to, in other words, you say, only with thy eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Verse 9 said, because thou hast made the Lord, and this is what, because you have made the Lord, which is your refuge, your, your shelter, because that's a choice. You have to make the Lord your shelter, which is my refuge, even the most high, my habitation. When you make the Lord, you don't, uh, there's not, there shouldn't be places in your life where God's off limits. And there's places in your life where God's off, lim off limits. And you only talk to him when you need him. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't go to him because some things you won't do on your own. You know they're not right. You, 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 you haven't made him your total habitation. You can do people like that too sometimes. If you say, I, I, I ain't going to answer my phone today. I don't want to hear the text. I ain't going to answer the text. I call them when I get ready because you might be at the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing. You got secrets. And you the same secrets with God. Now, it's different if you can't get to the phone and some reason you're working. Okay, but something, it ain't always like that. It's like I don't want, I don't want nobody to know where I'm doing, where I'm at right now. Nothing. If you have those things, you, you do that with people. You know you do it with God. So he's off limits. It's all like it's like God's your habitation. That he's your house. You and him. And in other words, he. In other words, you tell the Lord you can go here and go there, but you can't go in these rooms back here. Tell the Lord about them rooms back there too. Those rooms where you have shortcomings. Tell him about them areas too. Amen. There's nothing gonna hurt. You'll feel better when you when you confess your faults. You confess. You'll feel better instead of you trying to put up on that pressure. And keep it all there to yourself and the devil, amen, fighting your mind about those areas. Listen, like I tell them, get it off of you right now. Lord, I got, I got uh, behavior issues. I got temperate problem, Lord. I, got, I need help. Lord, I, got, I have hang-ups and this and that and other. Help me, Lord. Amen. I tell you what, you'll feel much better, but if you act like it's not there, it's come to haunt you. And the devil going to wear you out because he is accuser of the brethren. He will wear you out day and light. Every time you get come to the Lord, I, you don't feel you, you don't you don't feel comfortable come to the Lord because see you didn't do this the other day. He gonna be standing right there with, while you trying to pray. And but most people know he's standing there, so they just get on up from prayer and say Jesus well. No breakthroughs. Am I preaching today? Tell the truth. 
I'd rather keep my line open with God than anybody else. And his 10th verse said, There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh that dwelling. And it's speaking about, you know, uh, the same thing as plague, disease. Plague is a contagious bacteria, disease too, all that. Amen. No plague shall come nigh that dwelling. No plague shall come nigh that dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee. God giving his angels charge to watch over you. You may feel like, oh Lord, why this happened to me? But honey, I'm telling you, it could have been a lot worse. If the angels wasn't watching us, we angels, we have angels around us today. How I many you believe it? Amen. You don't see them, but they hear. When they when when they hear when when uh, when the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah for that sin, when they around, he was uh, uh, watching out for Lot. Even though he went a disobedient way, he followed his flesh. But he had someone interceding for him. Is Amen. Uh, uh, Abraham been interceding for him. And God could have let him be messed up and destroyed. He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. He didn't. Let him be destroyed. There. Angels of the Lord encamped about him. God got angels all about us. Amen. There's one that goes. If you fear the Lord, there's one that go, that's around you all the time. You have an angel camped about you. Now, they said some places, if you go, you're doing sinful things, going up there, you don't care. Them angels ain't going there. How somebody give God a praise? Why say we? They, we felt like well, ain't nobody gonna see what I'm doing, honey. You better, you better, you better tell the Lord all about your shortcomings. He, he sees. At least, you, at least you got yourself covered. Lord, I'm struggling with this. I can't seem to get through this. But this purpose that's going around there. You some places the angels won't even try. Am I preaching today? So you want to keep uh, atmosphere right all the time, so you can keep those angels around. Amen. Glory to God. Holly, the angels of the Lord encamped about them. Say, for he, give, he should give his angels a charge over thee to keep thee in all that ways. He said, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. They're going to keep you from hurting yourself. Those angels. Thou shalt th tread, thou sh thou tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou tremble under feet. Verse 14, because he has set his love upon me, God is saying, because you have set your love upon me, God said, therefore would I deliver him, and I would set him on high, because he have known my name. Verse 15 says, and, and he shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble. God said, you shall call upon him, and I'm going to answer you. He said, I'm going to be with you in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. And the Lord, in the 15th verse, said, with long life, not with short life, with long life will I satisfy and show him my salvation. A secret place. This is a secret place, amen. There is safety in Jesus. That's not a guarantee with nothing else in this world. You can be and have the best health there is. And don't be sick in your body. Nothing wrong with you. And somebody said, you know, so-and-so didn't wake up this morning. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If, God, if it's God's will, it's time for to take you, especially you born again, that's fine. Be sad for the ones that's left behind, but you're going to a better place. But I'm just saying, you cannot watch your, back, your surroundings and stuff like God can watch for you. See, there's many benefits in serving the Lord. 
There's many benefits. It's like a job. You got some jobs got a whole lot of good benefits. You got some don't have none. Serving the Lord, you got a whole lot of benefits. Keeps you from the seen and unseen danger. He keeps you in your right mind. While you sleep and slumber, he has his angels encamped about you. When you're sick, he heals you. When you don't have money, he makes ways out of no way to supply all your needs. When you don't feel like you have no one to talk to, he's that friend to stick closer. It's so many. I can go on and on and on. It's so many benefits in serving the Lord. When you feel like I'm going to throw in the towel, can't make another step, he helps you. When you talk to him, amen, about your trouble, he don't tell nobody. You can trust him. He's not a liar. He's not a traitor. He's not none of that. He's not a cook and a robber. He's present help. Sometimes I tell the Lord, I say, Lord, especially when I, you know, realize I could have did this and I end up doing that. I say, oh, Lord, thank you for being. And I don't just be, I, you know, I talk to the Lord like y'all hear me talking. Lord, I don't wait till I get on my knees to a church and, and give God praise. Oh, somebody says, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because you're saying it because of my I thank him. I said, Lord, you're so sweet. I said, Lord, you're so good. I said, Lord, thank you for, and you know, uh, sometimes you might wake up some type of way sometime. And, you know, you, 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 you might be under a lot of stress and don't realize. Sometimes we're under more stress than we think and know. You can be under mental stress of just tired from not getting rest. Somebody said, which is bad. I think the mental stress is worse. Because once you're tired and physically, you just go lay down. But you're mentally tired and stressed, you'd be almost deranged if you don't let God help your mind. You'd be almost deranged. And when you're like that, your emotions is up all in an all-high zone. You may wake up in the morning and feel like crying. You may wake up in the morning depressed. And feel like I don't have nobody. You may wake all that is from a blot of overstrain on you. What do you do? Somebody said, what do I do? I can't go, go in prayer. Amen. You know, you're sensitive. Your, your emotions and everything are very sensitive. Anybody can almost, you can almost think something, almost cry. You're on the all on the high emotion. Am I preaching today? And it's like, I don't know. I can't say what, what I think I was just tired. I think I was mentally drained and physically drained. I don't know what I, I think I was just tired. I woke up and I, was, I said, and I was thinking about it, like one thing would come to my mind or the other. And then I, when I began to I was put on some songs, I began to hear them. They really began to touch me. And I just feel like, I said, you know, I need to hurry up and do what I'm doing. I said, I need to hurry up before the presence of the Lord. Because I can just feel the Lord was letting me know, you just need to unwind. I, I just need to unwind you. You know, you don't know how much mental strain and drain that you will be under. You might say, well, what are you doing? It could be anything that you don't, you, you might have did it for a while, don't carry the load for a while, don't know who you carried it. When I got in the presence of the Lord, I said, I tell you one thing, I thought to myself, I was supposed to be somewhere at 12 o'clock for, for the lady clothes. And I said, if I'm there five minutes till 12, uh, whatever, I'm going to get there. I said, but I'm getting in some prayer. And I, when I first went, I like I like to pray pray on my bike because I be exercising my legs while I'm praying. And I and I and I and somebody said, "How do you do that?" I'm I'm used to standing in the flow of the Lord. It doesn't affect me paddling on my feet. So you don't you're not used to praying to the Lord. You be I'm I'm used to doing I'm doing it for years. My feet ain't got nothing to do with my mind. So I'm praying. 
And I and I prayed and I and I could just feel the presence of the Lord over my mouth. I didn't start off saying "D da da da." I start praying in tongues, and I know that the Holy Ghost was upon me then. Glory to God! And I begin to pray, and I said, "Lord, so thank you, thank you so much for," because we get so busy doing good things. I said, "Lord, thank you for." pulling me to the side because I sure didn't want to go out the house. What we do, we just keep getting up next day, go out the house, repeating the same thing. Not me. I ain't getting on nobody's road when my mind ain't too straight. Then you wind up going there, hear something, you say somebody hit you, you wasn't even clear of your mind. I got to, I kept praying, praying the Holy Ghost, and I said, I'm going to feel better if I get up out of here. And I say, Lord, I, I pray I want to have a blessed day. And I had a blessed day. And as I've seen that lady, when she I was swinging there, the, that child, I said, Lord, I said, oh, the things were going to my mind. I said, Lord, help me. I said, if there ever been somebody that been slapped her till she turned blue? And, and I was telling somebody else about it. They said, no, they would have shot her. I said, you about right. I said, you about right. People they, people not going to fight you today. They, gonna, they carrying guns and stuff. You're going to get shot. You're going to laugh the last laugh. You know. Because I thought to myself, boy, she need to be really slapped back to reality. Sitting back laughing at her. <laughs> I said, Lord, let me finish doing what I'm doing. Suck, stay in spirit. Ignorant. That ain't got no business behind a wheel. And if she would have hit the wrong one, her and that girl would have been in trouble. But the Angels of the Lord encamped about us. And it keeps us from all matter, hurts, harm, and danger. Amen. Sometimes you got to take time and be still. Amen. I said, God, sometimes even tell me, be still. When he said be still, he means stop all the craziness that you're doing. Whether it's physically or mentally. See, you don't have to actually physically be doing nothing. Your mind could be going like this. 24 hours, every day, week, this, in a rampage. He's saying you be still in your mind. Your body can be, I gotta go here, I gotta go there, go there. Sit yourself down and be still. If you didn't have no legs to go, you wouldn't be going nowhere. You never mind to know what to do, you wouldn't be doing nothing. Be still and know that He's God. But there's safety in Jesus. And I'm always thanking the Lord. I said, Lord, I thank you for the encamp the angels about me. The older you get and whatever, whether you're old or young, you can't watch every move you make, watch every step you take. Sometimes I just say, Lord, when I miss, miss something to do, I say, Lord, thank you for doing that for me. <laughs> you know what I do? I say, Lord, thank you for doing that for me. You know, I, I, I'm real, I can't keep up with everything anymore. Thank you for doing that for me. And thank you for doing that for me. And sometimes I tell little Braylon, I say, thank you, Jesus. He might not know what I'm talking about. I'm saying thank you. And he just look at me. I'm thanking him for all that he does for me. I tell the Lord, I said, Lord, uh, uh, this year I'll be 65 years old. I said, Lord, I don't think I'm doing bad as I could be doing. There's people that's younger than me got all kind of ailments and amen, they ain't any right man. I said, thank you, Lord. I'm yet trying to do your will and I'm yet and have my mobility of a house. I live in a house. God blesses me to keep my grass cut. He blesses me to do so. I don't get out and cut, but he blesses me to make a way for me to get things done. The only thing I do, I make some time getting down those steps a little, a little stiff. But once I get to walking, I'm okay. 
Amen. But I thank the Lord. Sometimes I try to do, since I'm not, I don't get out quite as much to the weekend. I try to make sure I still keep up some type of exercise. Because I got to, you don't lose, you don't move it. Use it. You will lose it. You all go, you sit up on bed and move it all. Amen. I ask God to continue to keep my health. There's some things you have to do to do that. Keep your mind. You keep your mind. You keep your, your, your health and mind. That all goes together. Amen. Yeah, yeah. So I thank God. I want, I want to have clarity of mind and thoughts. Amen. People losing their mind, having all timers and everything. Let your mind slip away. Don't let your mind slip away. Keep it productive. Keep it active. Not active. Just do overwhelm stuff. Keep it alert. Keep your, your mind functioning in productive things. Not in stupid stuff. Productive things. Keep your mind. It'll keep your mind as you get older. Amen. If you got a history, and you get, they say a history of people have mind issues in, in your family, honey, don't think the devil ain't going to try to bring that your way. You got to make sure you that mess off. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Somebody just give him a praise. Somebody just bow their heads. Just thank him. I'm done. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's praise him and thank him. Thank God for amen. Preaching and teaching of his word. Amen. Teaching us how to live this life. Lord, we thank you for wisdom and knowledge on how to live this life. Lord, that's my greatest concern, Lord. God, when going to church, Lord, I want to know 